What's good, YouTube? You know where you came. You are here on the identity booth. Y'all already know who it is. Y'all know what it is. Hey, man, listen. Some people tell lies. Some talk smack. Others, like me, keep it real. And speak only facts. We're on facts only. Soon as I hit the stage, boy. Back up crazy. Back up crazy. Back up and crazy. You messing with my money, boy. Back up crazy. The facts only interview. I got a special guest with me. One of my player partners. You know, straight out here from the west side of Chicago. Out here rocking with me, man. He live here in, in, in Texas with me now, man. Me and this dude super close. He's one of my brothers. Y'all, y'all better give him the same love y'all give me on this show. Let me just tell you that right now. I need the same respect. Keep it the same energy, you feel me? It's my boy Brandon Balkum. Like I said, from the south. From, excuse me. That's my other friend. That's Hero. He's from the south. Brandon's from the west. And we out here having a... A man talk, man. We got man talk today. And we tried to do this a, a month ago, and that didn't really go too well. Um, and I blame that all on myself. It was a little late at night. It was a little uh, intense evening. And yeah, let's, needless to say, your boy was a little tired and was kind of nodding off when we were having this interview. So we back in the building. Some time has passed. Some things have passed in this country and this time in our society. So we back here. To have a convo about it. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce my mans. K-State alumni. Shout out Manhattan, Kansas. Shout out, I don't even know the mascot. Y'all, pa- what are y'all? Cats, Panthers? Wildcats. Wild, Wildcats. Wild okay. Yeah. I just know the logo when I see it. So, I got my man's license plate and the back of his car memorized. He got that Wildcat logo on the back. For all of y'all who are not familiar with K-State. But, man, we're here to have a conversation. And just talk to you about man talks, masculinity talk. We're not going to apologize for our masculinity. So without further ado, hey, man, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are, what you're about, and what we got on deck for today. Well, first of all, you slipped up and said I was from the South Side. No disrespect no, to I Hero. No, I said the South. I paused and I said I the West. And no disrespect, no disrespect to Hero. But That's the West idea. Side, we all about our money. The South Side, everybody getting shot. Sorry, Hero. But hey, he, he he okay, man. Make, <laughs> hey, turn that mic a little bit towards you. Okay, yeah. And then two Uncle Ramos is better. Than, nah, yeah, just talk, Uncle Ramos is definitely better than Harold's. But from the west side, uh, went to Homewood Flossmore on the south side, south suburbs, about four years. Got a uh, little scholarship to Northeastern Oklahoma A and M. Okay, uh, Neo, Miami, Oklahoma. Miami. Yeah, <laughs> I got a funny story about Miami, Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, red shirted, played one year, balled out. Uh, shout out to my NEO boys, Ronos Royal, and uh, then I got my scholarship to Kansas State. Learned a lot of life lessons there, man, and here I am now. You know, uh, ten years. So hold on, let me ask you a question, bro. Yeah. So tell these people how you go from the west side of the shy to Dallas. Like, you know, everybody picks up in. in, in I feel like now more than ever, like the people in our generation, mm-hmm. they'll pick up, they'll move, they'll go somewhere. Yeah. But there's a lot of jokers who still stuck at the crib. Like, tell people kind of how you made your way out out to Dallas and how that experience has been for you. Well, my mom, she moved out here about right. 11 years ago. And so I would just always ask her, like, Ma, you don't want to come back to Chicago? And she was like, nope. 
I said, what if I got married and had kids? She was like, nope. I'm like, dang. You know what I'm saying? She said, you're going to have to come out here. And so she would just tell me, like, son, you know, you need to come out here. You need to vibe out here, see how you like it. And then my cousin moved after her. Mm. She said the same thing. She said, man, Dallas is a whole vibe. Dallas got good women out here. The food is decent. But for the most part, the vibe is chill. So I started to visit, and I was like, dang, like, wait a minute. You know, shout out to all the women in, in Dallas, man. Beautiful women out here, man. Cool. Hey, you hey, know, hey. <laughs> Texas, they bought their steaks, their burgers, their bourbon. I mess with it, their guns, you know. Yep. They police themselves, you know. Uh, but it's just a whole laid back vibe. With Chicago, and, and shout out to my Chicago peaks, man. But just who I am and who I'm becoming, I'm just more of a laid back dude. So I felt, I, I felt like Dallas more so fits me now in the phase that I'm in. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Need to make that transition. Okay. And ever since then, it's been cool. Cool. So, I w- I know me me. So for y'all, this my this my dude. Me and this dude, y'all watch me and Hero have conversations. Me and this dude have similar conversations. The difference is, he's like Hero, except he's on my side <laughs> of the ideology spectrum. And so me and him have similar but different conversations. If y'all picking up what I'm putting down, mm-hmm. me and Hero on some. Huey Newton, Eldridge Cleaver, take over the world, yell and argue with each other, but ultimately hold it down for, for certain kinds of people. Me and this dude is in lockstep. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we'll pray for you, and if you get out of line, we'll shoot Check you. you. <laughs> yeah, slap it out. You slap it out. That's kind of where we at with it. Like, we yeah. do not play games at all with any of this stuff, man. So how me, how me and Brandon met? Well, we was at work. And when I seen him, first of all, where I work at, it wasn't a lot of brothers up in there. No, so as soon know. as I seen Buddy, I was like, I got yo, I got to get him. Mm-hmm. Right on the hip, give him the game, let him know what it is, make sure I watch his six, make sure he watch my six. And, yeah. bro, we've been rocking ever since. Bro, I'm trying to remember the first place we linked up at. Bro, what was the first? Bro, do you remember? What was the first place me and you like went and like linked up at? It was at your crib, bro. Uh, really? That's, that's the crib that you had by the expressway on your balcony. Oh, you talk, oh, yeah. bro, yeah. That, oh, yeah, man. man. You had a long talk to me. You told me how things were going to play out. You know, and honestly, when you told me that, I've had all those experiences, man. And thanks for putting me on game. And uh, you've been a spiritual advisor. You've been a financial advisor. You've just been a little big bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is, bro. Listen, man, bro, let me tell you something, man. We, we family, bro. Yeah. Like, I think... What I'm starting to see is a lot of dudes don't understand that you can link up with a dude and be vulnerable with a dude, mm-hmm. but that be your brother, and y'all have like a, a familial, brotherly love for each other, a mutual respect, without it being an unhealthy comp- competition. Like, I'm trying uh-huh, to, low-key, I'm jealous or trying to sneak this or trying to one-up you. It ain't never on nothing that is is we rejoice together, we weep together kind mm-hmm. of a situation. If you up, Hey, I'm up with you. If you down, I'm finna commiserate with you. So long as you got a valid reason. Mm-hmm. If you're on the bull, you'll say, I can tell you, hey, bro, that's some bull. If I'm on the bull, vice versa, you can tell me, yo, mm-hmm. Eric, man, quit being soft and get up and go handle your business. Like, that's the kind of relationship that I feel like a lot of brothers need to have. And honestly, and a lot of brothers need to uh, be, uh, you know, dealing with. You know, yeah, an accountability partner, bro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And my my player partner, my prayer partner, all that stuff, bro. We man, 
That's what it's supposed Drinking to be like. Drinking partner? Huh? Drinking partner? Hey, man, listen. <laughs> when, it's, when it's that time, when it's been a long, long week, yeah. getting beat down at work, Oh yeah, hey B. Oh, we need to link up. We need to go. We need we need to go. We need to go to the bar. We need to go here. Bourbon and banter, bro. Chill out. Hey, listen, bourbon and banter. Listen, yeah, put them yeah. put them on game on that bourbon and banter. Bourbon and banter. So a home a homeboy who I kicked it with, uh, that I used to box with, man. Say, B, you know, you need to find out what Dallas is really about, you know. And they got some chill speakeasies out here. And so he took me down to this room. They had like the phone booth. He dialed in the number, press star. And this trap door opened up, and I was like, "What?" And they just had like great drinks, uh, scenery's great, just the whole atmosphere is chill, man. Very grown man, yep. sexy, you know, just real chill, man. So for people who really want to know what a real speakeasy looks like and wants that experience, Bourbon and Banters, I highly recommend. Man, I, I. So the first time I went down, I went down with, there with him. Mm-hmm. And one of his partners, and we tell this funny story. So we walk in. Mm-hmm. We do. You hit the. We hit the uh, the bat phone. You know what I mean? The, <laughs> the Superman phone. We go in the phone booth, do the thing. The door magically swings. Yeah. So we walk in. I'm like, alright, yep. what's going on? So we walk in there, and this chick walks oh, up yeah. to us, oh, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm married. <laughs> B handle that. <laughs> Um, this was she from Venezuela, Colombia. All I know is she looked you eye to eye and mixed mixed a drink. No, 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 no. That's a different. That's a different woman. That's I'm talking about the the woman who sat sat us when we walked in. Remember they had the velvet rope. The little oh yeah, the yeah, accent. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when Marcus had, was in town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the one that you shot at. Yeah, I told her. I, I gave her the whole tour storyline. Like, man, look, I know you knew out here. I know you you chilling, but you definitely have a friend in me. But if you want to <laughs> hang out, you know, we can hang you get out. You it with the buzz light here, boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I got the information, man. But it wasn't about that. It was about chilling with the homies, man. It was yeah. about fellowship and enjoying the good old-fashioned, man. Man, and, bro, we had some good old-fashions yeah. there. I mean, for $15, listen, that old-fashioned better be a missile. It was definitely a missile. And then, all right, all right so tell them about... Uh, that the, what you was finna tell him about the girl making the drinks. Oh yeah, so uh, he was like, "Man, this uh, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I had all night. I need you to hook it up for me." She just got to shaking the drinks up, mixing it up, but she just was locked in eyes with you, bro. <laughs> just was like, "I'm just so cold at it. I'm just not gonna just look on some Floyd Mayweather punching the bags type shit." Yeah, and just pulled up, and it was the best drink. We all ever had that night. It was some purple, whatever it was. She, right, she had uh, egg white in there and whiskey and some other. I like, yeah. boy. Man. Shout out to Bourbon and Banters, man. Yo, that's a low key to like yeah. the little duck out spot, bro. Yeah, I is. love that spot, man. Yeah. yeah, so, man, me and Beater had some, some wild nights out, man. Just <laughs> hanging out, having a good time, mm-hmm. minding our business. And these just these situations seen the finals, bro. We ended up. Uh, what was we at? We was out this past weekend. His boys came into town from mm-hmm. the shy. One from Minnesota, but all of them originated in the shy. Went to high school mm-hmm. together. Came out, man. Good group of dudes. We had a real good time. Kicked back. Had the whole situation. Bro, tell them about the, what happened in the section. Tell them what happened, bro. Uh, you know, man, it's just you have to be careful uh, of... Who you with? Cause you get the drinking, you get the mingling, man, and you have section booties. 
the ones, you know, just like you got car booties who try to bum a ride. You got people who will bum a drink. So they had uh, these chicks came in, and I'm not trying to body shame because somebody would be sensitive and be like, oh, you body shame. But these chicks look like floor tree back before they left. Like, <laughs> Marsha Ambrosian, whatever the girl's name with the mouth, with Nobody the gap. Knows. Yeah, so she was just cold. And so anyway, this chick came in, man, and shaking the ass and had dirty feet and tried to <laughs> he shoot said she had dusty feet. Dirty man. feet. Try to shoot a shot at everybody, and everybody's like, nah, baby. You know, and uh, my guys, man, some of them married. They're real respectful towards the wives, so they honored their wives, and we were just about to fell us. And yeah. she went in the corner and started crying, bro. <laughs> okay, so we got to pause for the cars here. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Hold up, hold up. So, so, fellas, I need people down in the conversation. Ladies, too. Yeah. Have you ever approached a set of dudes? It's you and one, maybe one or two of your homegirls. Mm-hmm. And it's like a section. Like bottle section, six, seven, eight dudes. I mean, I had my wedding ring on. One of my other partners there, Mike had his wedding ring on. Mm-hmm. And then I know you had another three, two or three married friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, and we all there, and literally, we just there doing the homie thing. We ain't out here. We was all the way in the back corner, ducked off, trying to be low key with it. Cool. And I don't know how it happened. It's just. They just came. We had the little server that was serving us. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I guess, because you know what happened? The sparklers. Once the sparklers go out. Attention, bro. It's attention. So yeah. we got attention. And then they just moseyed their way over, mm-hmm. looking like two outside linebackers or what? It, one, one's back was as big as mine, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. And you know what I mean? Just, we, <laughs> we just trying to be cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, we... We just catching up, man, because we ain't seen each other in years, bro. And yeah. then it's our first time popping out since, you know, Corona. So everybody's oh, just wow. excited. And so uh, i known my boys since, well, Jonathan, i known him since I was eight. Everybody else, like, 15. So, and then just catching up, talking, chilling, and enjoying Dallas, man. And these six finally, they made their way to the section. We was just like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, but we were still cool. And, you know, they felt comfortable, and they tried to. Get chose and it was like, nah, bro, we ain't going. Well, what it was. Hey, listen, I'm gonna say it like this: y'all yeah. can't come over here half stepping and and think that it's just gonna be acceptable for a group of dudes. If you bold enough to approach, you got to be bold enough to take that L too. I I feel like it's a it's a lot of ladies, not all. Mm-hmm. I like to I like to preface this by saying I feel like it's a lot of ladies that expect if you approach a dude. Then he just need to be on go from Jump Street. Not that he gets to have a preference or be selective. He got to be ready for you because you approached and you're st- you're stunning and brave and you're a woman. Here you are, and I just got to accept whatever it is that you give to me, man. One of these dudes on the internet, a lot of y'all bros, excuse me, a lot of y'all ladies <laughs> don't like Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, the Godfather. Hey, the Godfather. Shout out. Shout out. He done told me already. The way a woman present herself to you, I already tell you off rip what she think you deserve. If you gonna come, listen to me. I work out four times a week. I am on a keto diet. I am very in tune with my food, my nutrition, and my physique. Mm-hmm. I have abs. I don't want somebody with a keg for a belly. Why? I don't have to accept that. If and if you think it's cool. That you could just roll up on me like that and think that I should accept that, bro. You bogus. And um, Brandon, mm-hmm. I already know. How, how, 
Listen, you was, listen for y'all don't know. Listen, my man Brandon, he's thirty five years old. He's got a college degree. He's a collegiate athlete. He's worked in the juvenile detention center. He's a coach of a youth football team. He volunteers his time. He goes to church. He loves his mama. Blah blah blah. He checks all the boxes for y'all. He can cook clean. You know what I mean? He like just ain't got no wife. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, got mad, a bad sneaker collection, dress up, dress down, whatever y'all want. <laughs> listen, I'm listen, I know y'all see me go for my man hero. For the, I'm advertising all my all my guys to y'all. Listen, this dude out here can be selective. And then you got booger wolves, you know, who just think it's cool to just come up and approach and we gonna be good with it. But honestly, man, can you can you tell them how it is to be a dude out here, 35, single, no kids, checking out the boxes, and what you got to deal with as a dude out here? Well, back to what you were saying about the approaching part, man. Like, it took me a while to adjust because in Chicago, we do we do the approaching. You know what I'm saying? Well, out here in, in excuse me, Dallas, they're aggressive out here, bro. They mm. approach you. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, yeah, so you can be selective. But... I'm old-fashioned. I'm aggressive. You know, most Chicagoan guys, people, peer, we see what we like, we go for it. You know what I'm saying? So I have no problem. Hey, excuse me, what's your name? I like the way you look. I like the way you smell. Yo, you need, you, need, you know, just whatever. And so, um, but also, I'm a big guy. I work out myself, bro. And look, man, I need somebody that's in shape because I don't want to slap bellies with no, <laughs> with nobody, bro. I ain't slapping bellies with nobody, bro. And just, I just like somebody I can pick up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just, you know, work yeah, out. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. You like somebody you can pick up. Yeah. Is that a hard, I, I need, I need to talk about this because I be talking about this all the time, man. Yeah. All the time. I need, I need a woman that I can pick up. Yeah. If I can't pick you up, then that means, you way too much. My lower back gonna be on fire. My knees gonna hurt. I, I, look, I took a lot of damage to my body. I don't need no added on BS, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to pick you up, bro. You yeah. know. And, and, and it needs to be effortless. Listen, yeah. if I'm working out four times a week, and listen, I can I can put I can curl one thirty five bicep curl mm-hmm. on the barbell. I can curl it for a few reps. But the thing is. If I can curl 135 for like four or five reps, it's only so that I can cradle my woman. When I get her in here, my biceps don't get fatigued. Some baby boy type shit, you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> straight up. Yeah. But can you can you can you explain why it's so important for a a lady that you're going to date? Mm-hmm. Listen, night for all women. If you're a woman and you want her, you don't like what we're saying. There's a whole nother there's a whole nother YouTube channel you can go on. Please if don't come it, over here. If it don't apply, let it fly, man. Let it fly. We're not talking about oh, we're talking about what we like, what our preference is. Mm-hmm. That's it. Can you explain to the identifiers on here why it's so crucial from a man's perspective that a woman be in excellent physical shape? First of all, man, we're getting older, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're in your 30s, you still doing the same stuff that you was doing at 18, bro. It's like, nah, bro, your, your body's reacting different. You know what I'm saying? You you can't just sit up here and drink all day and, and eat Taco Bell all day and candy and Flame of Hots 
And you know what I'm saying? And then think I'm gonna be be okay. And like, nah, bro, you old now, so liver issues are gonna happen, man. Women are having fibroids now, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in these poor relationships, bro. Relationships, and you have these poor diets, and then you're wondering why you can't give birth. It affects you long haul, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh even with men, it works both ways. Like, bro, we have to make sure our babies come out on point. You know what I'm saying? So I want top tier sperm. So I had to make sure my diet is right. You know mm. what I'm saying? Then, too, my mind. If, if I ate carbs all day, I know I'm going to be dragging all day. I know mentally I'm not going to be alert. If I'm eating red meat all day, I'm going to have the meat sweats. If I'm <laughs> drinking all day, I'm going to be sluggish. Yeah. If I'm high all day, I'm not going to be alert. So you have to be in tune with yourself and know what's good for you, mm-hmm. you know? But look good, man. Our women, bro, you know, it's sad, man, because I was watching uh, Def Jam 25th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mike Epps, he, he said, "Man, y'all looking like wrestlers out here in these bodysuits, you know, and oh, God. <laughs> big with back tits, with back titties and shit." You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, <laughs> you got other women around here jogging, and you know what I'm saying, and working out. Like, mm-hmm. how come we can't look like okay, that? Bro? Okay, okay, I'm gonna put, yeah. I'm gonna ask you a real question. Yeah, All right, bro, you go to the gym. Yeah, what gym you work at? At besides besides Georgia, shout out to Georgia's MMA. MMA, yeah. Throw Where else you work at? At bro. So, shout out to Jeremiah. I go to. Um, Damn, I got a lot of gyms I go to. Twenty got twenty four. I got twenty four hours in Irving mm-hmm. that I go to, and then I go to Planet Fitness with Jeremiah at night. Okay, and these Hispanic women, you got black women out here too, who are they look like they c- collegiate athletes, bro. What no if, stomach. Okay. I was gonna ask you a comparison yeah. question. When you go to the gym, when you go to a mixed gym, mm-hmm. how often do you see when you go to the gym mm-hmm. overweight white women at the gym? It really depends on the time that I go to the gym. Like at nighttime, bro, I feel like it's showtime. So I feel like everybody's in shape. Everybody got the top mm-hmm. Nike stuff on. It's yep. like a damn near competition. Early in the morning is when you see the out of shape people. But how many, in com- comparing other uh, women of color mm-hmm. to white women, how many popped white women do you see at the gym? I don't see too many, bro. I don't see too many, bro. All right, cool. So now that we in this, yeah. I really want to kind of hang yeah. out here for a second. Yeah. I was at the Gaylord. Oh, my goodness. I, and uh, I, I grabbed me a little quick little video of some mm. females who was, I was with my wife. And she didn't think I was going to record it. Oh, but I had to do it. Mm-hmm. I had to do it. And I know Hero wouldn't approve, but I'm okay. Because he don't, he, don't he don't want me to exploit these yeah. women. But I care, I care enough about black women to post this video and be completely honest. You looking at me, you oogling me, and I with a five foot, 130 pound personal trainer. Natural hair. Natural hair, no makeup, perfect. No stomach. Flat stomach. Shout out to Shani, bro. Shout out to, shout big out sis, to the wife. Big sis, man. Man, she shout out to standard, man. She Listen, standard. she's a personal trainer. She mm-hmm. works out at least four times a week. Does cardio three times a week. I mean, that's the dedication. We are in a strict food thing. If she feel like her food getting out of pocket, she tightens it up. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say nothing to her. She knows that I am a grown man with grown man urges, mm-hmm. and I have and I'm visual. She knows that the picture that she paints with her workout and her food is going to make her break. The level of attraction that I have to mm-hmm. her, 
But again, going back to Kevin Samuels, he says, what the women show you physically is what they think you deserve. I don't want no fat chick. Bro, and I don't want nobody with these eyelashes looking like Snuffleupagus, bro. Especially when the glue comes off, bro. It's just a tacky look, bro. Like, do what you do that makes you look good. You know what I'm saying? I'm all for it, but I like natural. It don't make them look good. It just makes them happy. They think they look good. Nicki Minaj fucked us up, bro. Sorry. I can't blame it on her, bro. Women was wearing weaves and wigs. and It, it was enhanced by her. You know what I'm saying? It, it was because she went and got the fake booty yeah. and the fake boobs and you see all that. You that a lot now. And, you know. People don't have discipline no more, bro. And like you said, diet. Shawnee, when she knows her food is getting out of control, what does she do? She checks herself. Rather than go get that surgery, you just adjust your food and become disciplined, bro. And that's all I'm saying. That... That discipline, that work ethic that that you guys have, people don't have that no more, bro. And that's unfortunate because when I think about it, bro, I be like, man, why? Why don't we as a group of people as a whole put emphasis on um, fitness and nutrition? Just because you wear workout clothes – don't mean that you fit, bro. Especially if you got a fufa, bro. Ah, nah. That fupa is a pro is a problem. Oh, fupa. I, I didn't pronounce it right. F U P A. If yes. you don't know what a fupa is, go down in the comment section, ask me a question, <laughs> and I type. They it know out. what it is, bro. Hey, you know that's kind of not a non-black people statement. Oh damn! You gotta be around. You gotta be around our non-black folks. They'll tell you what a fupa is. Mm-hmm. There's very few black people that I know. Know what a fupa is. Ain't none of these ratchet uh, chicks out here know what a fupa is. I'd be shocked. Some of them still, they got a fupa right now, bro. You know what? Fupa is like, all right, black people lingo. Let me let me go ahead and break down the mm-hmm. fupa. Do you know what booty do is? When your stomach stick out more than your booty do. <laughs> fupa. Yeah. Fupa. There yeah. you go. Fat upper P word area. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it YouTube friendly. Yeah. That's that's what we that's kangaroo what we got. Pouch out here and shit. Yeah. yeah, looking like a whole kangaroo out here. Yeah. <laughs> and and don't be wrong, man. Look, there's somebody for there's somebody for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But I just know what I like. Yeah. What my preference is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And shout out to the big chicks, because there's some big chicks out here with all that and just sexy. I can take a confident woman over a bad chick body wise that just don't know who she is. You know what I'm saying? I can work with that, bro. bro. It is. I can work with that. If you willing to work, let's go. You know what I'm saying? But I've had females that was no stomach, all this, but had no substance, no spirituality, didn't know what they wanted to do. Mm. I can't deal with that, bro. Them booty models on Instagram, they can take po- they can post all day and get a thousand likes, but insecure. You know, they don't know God, they don't know who they are. And at my age of 35, bro, you know, when, first when I was when I was 26. I don't, I'm not slating my dick no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I listen to what's important in my mind. I listen to what God says. I, I follow the path of what you guys have, you and Shawnee. That's what I purposely put myself around. So I want that. So it's like, I ain't got time for that, bro. Man, so I need you to explain to the people as a single man, mm-hmm. bl- single black man, okay. the things that you encounter on these dating sites, dating apps. Like, I, I know we've talked a lot, but I know you probably are not on them. But nah, can you share past or maybe present experiences, what you see versus what your expectation is? Uh, you I, you have some. I, I, okay. You have 
a lot of people I feel like who have it's like they're giving up hope mm. because it's like these dating sites have become so easy. It's like, okay, I've come across somebody, she's solid or he's solid. You know, you, you guys start talking, and it's like, well, dang, like, okay, he's solid, he's in shape, he has great conversation. I wonder what else is out there. So let me keep swiping. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you, you just, it just makes dating unrealistic, bro. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that more options equals less decisions? Like if mainly, mainly for the for the ladies because they have unlimited options due to online dating, they can't be truly decisive because they're always hoping that or thinking that they're if I got this guy, he's okay, then maybe this guy's good. And it works. It works both ways for the fellas too, because I'm I'm guilty of that. I'm like, dang, she's solid, but but that's why I had to delete it because it just made me be that way. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I'm going. I'm not just going to point the finger and be like, "Ladies, it's it's us too." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Yeah. Listen, I'm not on dating apps. So yeah. I'm gonna take whatever. Hey, bro. I it's hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the experience. Let's talk about your experience, mm-hmm. like as far as being a single man dating. Mm-hmm. The the expectation of what a man is from the majority of women that you dated. Can mm-hmm. you go into it and kind of tell us? what these ladies expect or what they think masculinity is. Uh, bro, okay, so I blame shows like Love and Hip Hop. I blame shows like, you know, whatever VH1 special there is. It's messing us up because that right there is not real masculinity. That's mess. That's toxic. And I feel like a lot of women are used to that. Like, you know, you are what you watch. You attract what you watch. That's part of your diet. And so when you see that all the time, it's like, well, dang, buddy ain't going across my shit. Buddy ain't cheating on me. He's boring. It's like, nah, buddy's about his peace. You need to keep that. Yep. You know, uh, that's messing us up. And that's why guys like Kevin Samuels is so important because I've come across the, the females, too, who think they're more than what they really are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You mean, okay, yeah, you you college educated, you're fine. You know what I'm saying? But you got two kids, babe, you know. Ooh. Be cool, you know do, what I'm saying? Do, do, okay, so do, ki- do kids disqualify? Do they totally disqualify a woman? Uh, it depends on what you're looking for. Like with me at 35, I understand that if 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 I so happen to come across a woman with a kid, as long as she's not controlled by her baby daddy and had those baby daddy issues, I can work with that. Okay. Or but, but, or, but, but do you want a woman with I, kids? I because, really because don't. I, but can you, okay? Can you explain why you don't want a woman with children? Because I want to start brand new, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that child's not gonna know me like that. You know what I'm saying? He's not cut for my cloth. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of teaching I'm gonna have to do versus my son or my daughter who's gonna instinctively know, mm-hmm. you know, what to do because she's come, she she comes from my cloth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And how come you don't have? I, how come you don't currently have children of your own? You know, it's a, it's it's a lot of ladies out here who think, of, especially you being a black single man, mm-hmm. that it's difficult for you to be out here have some dick discipline and not, I had to learn that, bro, and, ha- and not have yeah. any children because, all right, perfect example. A lot of women were shocked when Sha- when Shawnee told them that he's this age, he's in his thirties. He has no children. Mm-hmm. 
at all. They were really shocked. Okay, he does what for a living? He's got no kids. Question they asking is how did you how did you get this dude? Mm-hmm. And the answer that she give them they don't like because they don't want to put it in the work. But what made you decide to go all this time without you know skiing in the broad, having kids, being a, a baby daddy, and all the rest of the foolishness that comes along with it? If I keep it real, bro, I just skied in some broads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh. But <laughs> thank God for birth control because woo, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I just think about what if they weren't on birth control? I'd be miserable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I learned dick control because it's like, yo, it's a lot of broken chicks out here. It's a lot of broken people, period, out here. And one thing I can uh, say, shout out to Eric Lights. We had a good conversation. He said, bro, I know who I am. I know where I'm at in my life. I've become real selective of my energy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just can't have everybody in your house. That's one thing about the dating site. First thing a, a guy will say to a female, hey, you want to come over? I've been guilty of that, you know what I'm saying, because I was just on dirt. Mm-hmm. But the more I had to, the more I became, the more I got to know myself, the more I know, I know my worth, the more I'm just like, nah, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, we can meet at this park. We can see how we relate. Then we can go for drinks. Then we can go to dinner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then we can do this stuff, you know then, but But until then, you need to show me who you are before I lay pipe in you. You know, uh, who you lay down with, bro, you know. when I, So... When I was younger, bro, I used to smash a lot of women, bro. But my self-esteem was at an all-time low. Do, let me ask you there. Yeah. Do you think you had sex with a lot of women because you had low self-esteem? Yeah, because I wanted to prove to myself that I was a man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Versus I know that I'm a man. She needs to know who I am. You know, and if she don't, that's her fault. And so because I know my worth now, I'm very selective with who I give my pipe to. Yeah. You know, I'd rather wait. You know what I'm saying? Because, bro, <laughs> and then, too, the flattery of words. The Bible talks about this stuff. Falling for a woman for these, these hey bro, these Jezebels are real out here. And you have to be really selective. You have to pray. You have to protect yourself. And you have to have people around you who love you who can see through all the BS. So that's why I am the way I am because I've experienced all this stuff, bro. I know it's real. You know, and it's taking prayer. It's mm-hmm. taking, you know, yeah. fasting. It's taking all that to separate myself from that yeah. type of stuff, bro. So right now I choose to be disciplined. Man, I'm I'm so happy to hear that because that is, like, I feel like it's something that's missing. Mm -hmm. We don't take working on self, doing for self, being the best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. as Kevin Samuel says, as you possibly can be, because we got to keep up with the Joneses, Mm -hmm. we got to keep up with our partners, we care about what our opinions. Me and Hero have this conversation all the time. We be ask, we be talking about dudes who care about what other people think about them, man. How did you, were you ever in that, in that spot? And if so, how did you work yourself out? So there's a difference between a nice guy and a good man. You know, a nice guy, excuse me, a nice guy cares about what everybody thinks. I was that guy, you know, and I fell into that, that simp thing you know i had a master's degree in psychology <laughs> back in the day you know what I'm saying therefore i attracted women who thought they can control me versus you know me taking my cape off realizing like bro why do i keep attracting these women mm. you know my dad said hey man you care about what everybody thinks you know is caring what everybody thinks versus respect like what, what what's more important i'm like dad respect he said, so fuck what these people are talking about. Fuck what they think about you, bro. Be you. And when he told me that, I was like, oh, 
okay. So that's when I decided to take my cape off and just be me unapologetically. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when I started to notice the different type of people I was attracting. Friends, too. Yeah. You know, no disrespect to anybody else, but, you know, I'm attracting a different type of people because I choose to walk in manhood. I choose to be a good man versus a nice guy. Mm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Man. Can you explain to the can you explain to the people what what masculinity is from your perspective? Masculinity, man, is is you know. So I have a relationship with God, bro. And one thing about God, He says I'm the Alpha and I'm the and the I'm the Omega. And so the Alpha, bro, is like I know who I am. I have purpose. I have understanding. I know my role, and that's what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? It's not about being macho because that's toxic right there. Mm-hmm. Macho is toxic. Alpha, masculinity, that's who you are. That's the glory of a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That people don't know. That's what Satan wants to blind us from. You know? So when you understand that, and people don't understand that because a lot of you take the black man out the house. We can go on about that, bro. You know, a lot of black people don't understand that. Because they don't see that on a regular. You know what I'm saying? They, their father's not around. Their uncle's been locked up. Their cousins, they out here dodging bullets. I've had my father around. You know, I, I've had days when my father wasn't around. And I've experienced the days when my father was around. That's when my life took over. Mm-hmm. I've had coaches in my life. I had Mr. Fulton. I had Tony Lombardi. I had Terrell Alexander. I had Passes, John Eckhart, Daryl O'Neill. These guys took me under their wing and said, nah, son, this is what it's to, This is how it's supposed to be. Mm. A man don't cry like this. He don't cry over stuff like that. He mm. cries, but over stuff like this right here. Know how to manage your emotions, bro. Mm. You know, we ain't doing that feminine stuff out here. Okay. So in your experience, and, I, and I've experienced it too, mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys who they don't give off masculine energy. They don't lead with logic and reason. They lead with their feelings. And I feel like it puts them in a position where they got to circle back with people like you and me, have a conversation, and they still don't understand. Like, how are, for the ladies that are watching, what percentage of men, in your opinion, bro, actually are masculine men? I don't know too many, bro. I, I can say my, my homies who came to see me, Lionel, Marcus Van, Jacobs, Caleb, Lights, those are masculine guys. Who who else? Jonathan Eckhart. Because, you know, we all learn from each other. We all have had, you know, figures around us who set us straight. But we're lucky. We're the blessed ones. I don't know too many other people, man, who, you know, when, when, when the female does stuff and, you know, the guy feeds into that because he just doesn't know how to handle his emotions. That woman now doesn't respect you because you gave in to her, mm. you know, from a, you know, acting like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, niggas is bitches out here, bro. Let's just call it a spade a spade. Niggas are bitches out here. You know what I'm saying? And so, how am I supposed to respect you, man, if if you see me talking to a dude, you're not secure with yourself. If I see my lady talking to a dude, shout out to me because my lady's tight. That means my shit is tight. You know, hey, Get us some drinks, baby. Get you a drink. Cool, he but straight. You know, I know you come to I know you come home to me tonight. Yeah. That's it. Now don't disrespect me, but I know what it is. Cause I know I'm an attractive dude. Females gonna holler at me too, bro. She needs to be secure with her shit too. Mm. Yeah. Bro, see, 
if y'all paying attention, y'all getting a whole lot of knowledge for free. This is the thing. When you, when, you, when it comes to masculinity, masculinity is being completely self-aware, introspective, and confident in who you are as a human being. Always, and when I mean introspection, I mean looking at your in, inside yourself, realizing the things about yourself that may be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Fixing them if you can, and if not, paying somebody to help you fix those things that you yourself cannot fix. Acquiring skills, continually progressing as a person, as a human being, being the best version of yourself each and every day, learning a new skill, reading, learning, growing. Mm -hmm. That's what it's about. That's what masculinity is. Masculinity is not about leading with your feelings, your emotions. It's about facts, reason, Mm -hmm. analytical. Logic. Yeah, analytical standpoint. That's what masculinity is about. If you are encountering a dude who don't lead with that, who doesn't know who he is, doesn't know where he's going, if y'all didn't watch the video, we'll make sure we drop it down in a link. Participate in my program. We really believe in that. A man needs to have a program. Ladies, if you're interested in the guy, he has no program for his life. That's not a man that you can deal with. Mm -mm. That's another thing about masculinity, bro. A man has to have purpose, bro. A hundred percent purpose. If he doesn't have if he doesn't have purpose, then he's gonna lead himself astray. Most importantly, he's gonna lead that woman astray. Absolutely. So I, I know a lot of women out here is like, Yeah, you know, I don't wanna be in this environment where I gotta control, but I'm used to these fuck niggas who don't know. They just roll a they can roll a blunt, they can pearl a blunt, they can pull up some EJ if niggas still drink that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but and if you fucking with a nigga who still drink Urkin Jerk, you don't need to be fucking with him. God damn. You know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, let me say this right here. <laughs> Listen, no shade to the brothers out here, but if Shit. you drink and you still drinking Crown, Henny, Hypnotic, man, get your weight up, man. Yeah. First of all, get your weight up. If you went to the if you went to the bar and got bottle service on Crown, bottle service on Henny, I was like, no, stop it. Stop it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Unacceptable. You want to you wanna attract high-class females, bro. You don't want to attract niggas. You know what I'm saying? And and no disrespect, because I know some people still drink hen. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they like. But they know other stuff is out there, too. You know what I'm saying? But if that's just your drink of choice, like, nah, bro, you need to be well-rounded in the game, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you need to go to Bourbon & Banner. You need to go get a Volcaray. Listen, go get one of those. Man, get, get, your, get, your, get your weight up. If you're gonna if you're gonna really be out here, man, you need to really be on some stuff that when a woman come around you, she be like, bro, I don't know where this dude is from. He look good, he smell good, he treats me good. He me on some stuff. He know what a little duck mm-hmm. off spots are. Yeah. Classy. Ain't a lot of people that look like me. See me, I like going places where it ain't a whole bunch of people like me in there. You know why? Cause if it's a whole bunch of people like me in there. It's going to get run down real quick. And I hate to say that. It just is what it is. There's certain spots that I like to go where it better all be black folks. But certain little kickback speakeasy spots, I'm hoping you know. Yeah, I mean, you got places like Venetti's that you see guys like us there. They But they know how to handle themselves. It's like a 40 and above crowd. They got good music. They got the cigars. They got the wings. So, yeah, you got places like that. But, you know, you know what we're talking about. You know, it's the, it's the places where people are just complete niggas. You know what I'm saying? A fight might break out. A shooting might happen. Like, nah, bro. You know, that's, that's the 21 and above. I'm not doing that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I got to be somewhere where it's got to be like 24, 25 and above. I feel like you kind of work some of that out. But nowadays, you dudes, yeah. they so, mm, yeah. 
They they different now. It's a different group of dudes coming up behind us, man. And I'm trying to be like really. These niggas are different out here, bro. But it's but they're different, and I don't throw shade at them because they need a they need a positive role model. They need an example. But at the same time, what I know is that we don't have a lot of dudes out here teaching masculinity. See, the masculinity that I have is because I done came out here and bumped my head, not mm-hmm. because I got it in earnest from another masculine dude. Brandon, can you talk about your experiences, you know, learning what it means to be a man, the masculinity, like where you got I know you kind of touched on it a little bit. Can you go in a little bit more detail about, like, the – the, the manly manly things about okay just the just the dude stuff let's just talk about dude stuff mm-hmm. shooting guns and knowing your uh, shooting your bourbon and getting in uh boxing and kickboxing and MMA collegiate football like like what what was it that got you into those kinds of things uh my 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 uncle he played football he played football at Georgia Tech you know, and they won a national championship there. Mm-hmm. That's in my blood. His father, my grandfather, he knew how to throw the hands. He was a Golden Gloves boxer. That's in my blood. So instinctively, that's what I know to do. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, man, I need to come out here and just box. And then my dad was like, hey, you know, your your dad, your granddad box. Like, oh, for real? So it's just, it's like I know what to do. I don't know. It's just it's just what it is, you know. Uh, but like I said, I've always had my. I know it's like not to have my dad there. You know, and those those are some dark times, right? I, I was insecure. I was always wondering. You know, I just didn't have that sense of everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Versus when my dad came, that went away. And I my confidence went up because he showed me how to walk. He showed me how to talk. He showed me what books to read. He showed me how to handle my emotions, especially when it comes to a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, son, a woman's going to do what she's going to do. You can't control her. Mm-hmm. But you can control yourself. Yep. <laughs> you can control how you respond. And these are the key things of how you need to respond through this word. You know what I'm saying? So that's what he taught me. And so uh, I guess as I became into my own, I uh, fell into what was already laid down for me through my uncle, through my father, through my grandpa. So that's it, you know. I knew here in Texas everybody got guns, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I need to know how to have a gun. And, you know, I need to have a gun and know how to shoot it. People out here know how to fight. They ain't in shape, year, you know, all year round. So I need to have myself prepared, bro. Then, too, just the times that we're in, bro. You know, it's some wild stuff that's out here, bro. So I feel like every man who wants to be a family man, just period, needs to know how to throw the hands or he needs to know how to shoot. That's it. Mm. Man. I'm going to completely agree. There's some things that a lot of dudes out here need to know how to do. Need to Especially a black man, bro. Bro, yes. If you're a black man in this country and you can't bait a hook to fish, you can't disassemble and reassemble and clean your pistol. Mm-hmm. If you if you even own a pistol, if you can't hunt, mm-hmm. if you can't do basic handy things around your house, if you can't change your oil, change your tire, <clears throat> you got serious problems out here. I mean, if COVID didn't teach you nothing, is that doing for self is extremely important. You need to be a jack of all trades and a, and a master of a few. Mm-hmm. Whatever profession you got, you need to be a mastery over that. You need to have mastery over self, like this discipline of your physical body and your mind, your emotions, your intellect. 
your will. You gotta have, uh, you gotta be on that absolutely. Yep. But if you don't take the opportunity to get, get those other skills, however you need to get them, you're doing yourself a disservice. Because yeah. I'm telling you, those are things that when women and other men see that you can do, it just ratchets up the respect. Period. And you know, I, I I grew up around my grandma, and my grandpa, man. My grandpa is from Mississippi, so he knew how to garden. He knew how to change the oil. He knew what to do. And if he didn't know, he knew where to take it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You have to know, bro. But for the most part, he was a man. You know, so those examples have always been, you know, there. Now there were some things I had to go through. Some I had to go through some things by myself. You know the song "Everybody Plays a Fool." So there's some things I had to go through with women. That I just like hit my head one day. I bust my head to the white meat though, dealing with some women. I just had to wake up and be like, you know what, bro? If they have these issues, you can't save them. Even with women, if they have these issues, bro, you can't save them. Stay in your lane, you know, and to stay faithful. People just don't want to be alone, bro. You know what I'm saying? And and they take on these toxic people in these projects, and they get shitted on, bro. And that's that's just what happened. And then at our age, now people get pregnant. Now they becoming roommates. Now they're getting stuff together. It's like, bro, he's showing you, or she's showing you the whole time that she's not capable of doing this. Either she don't want to, either he don't want to, or they just don't know how. Mm-hmm. And we'll still try to work with them. Mm-hmm. Wasting time, energy, most importantly time, bro. You'd be 45 years old, miserable, wondering what happened. You was spending time with these fuck niggas, bro. Wow. So... <sighs> Man, I know, I know I know we're talking a lot about masculinity. I know we're talking about like kind of how we get in the mm-hmm. relationships with, with women and stuff like that. But for black women, mm-hmm. what is your opinion of black women? I really want to know your honest feelings. It's nothing like a black woman, bro. No. Oh, my God. I got to calm down, bro. <laughs> but, like, man, a natural woman, bro, with a natural hair. She's feminine, you know. Like my dad told me, the what is, but what is feminine? You got to define uh, feminine, listen, bro. Like, you, but hold on, because you know we live in twenty twenty one, and a man doesn't get to define what what for a woman what what uh, she's supposed to be. Uh, so we exa- not we not telling you what you need to be. We we're strictly saying what our preference is. A prime example, bro, is like a Claire Huxtable type, bro. Good luck. <laughs> my goodness, bro. Uh, uh, Vivian, Aunt Viv. Not Which the, one? the first, not the, the dark light, skin. the, the dark skin one, bro. You know what I'm saying? She was, you know, she knew what to do. She was, she was strong, and she knew, if Uncle Phil was to die, you knew she knew how to hold down the fort. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. But she knew her place as a woman. You know, uh, she cooked, she cleaned, and not saying that that's what she always has to do, but she has to at least know how to make a burger, a casserole, put a salad together. You know what I'm saying? Do something. These women don't know how to clean no more. Bro. They don't know how to cook. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how to dress. Man, you just told me about this 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 cute little chick that you went out. Man, hold on, hold on. Y'all look at my eyeballs. So this man was out. His boys came in town. They was at a nice little spot, a real upscale spot. Mm-hmm. No, no ratchets, nothing like that. Nah. And there was this really good looking, beautiful, beautiful brown skinned girl came in. And you know what my man's first statement was? She was musty. Yeah. She was musty. Like, why are you musty 
at 9, 10 p.m. When you know you just got dressed at 7, 30, 8 o'clock to go out with your partners, with your homegirls, but you showed up looking beautiful, but you smell bad. Listen, me and B just had this conversation. Like, men are visceral uh-huh. creatures. We go by the eye gate, the nose gate, the ear gate. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If I see you and blood flows down, check box. Damn right. If I smell you and blood rushes down, check box. Damn if right. I hear you and your voice is tolerable enough for me and blood rushes down, check box. Damn right. But when you musty, I can't do nothing with it. If your feet crusty, I can't do nothing with it. So, bro, can you please break down that experience, like the whole ambiance, was, how you met, and then like the whole situation, how it went from, ah, oh, man, she a baddie to, I'm a pass. Man, so we were at Bourbon and Banters, and these two females walked up on us, bro, and they were beautiful. Hold on, they walked up on y'all. They walked up on us. Be done told y'all these these ladies out here aggressive. Aggressive, bro. Well, I I can't say they walked up on us. They put themselves in position to be hollered at, and I saw them was just like, hey, you know, I'm aggressive. You know what I'm saying? So you put yourself in in, in my area, then I got to say something. That's what they wanted, though. And we got to talking, and she got to leaning on me. We get to talking about Anthony Bourdain and traveling and, you know, just – Seeing how we mingle together, how we connect. And I smell locker room. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why is this chick? Is it me? Wait a minute. I'm like, she's suited and booted, toes done. It was her birthday. But why does she smell like this? And I'm like, if I smell it, I know she has to smell it. And I know her friend has to smell it, so her friend has to be bogus. But <laughs> sending her off like this. And then my boy smelled it. I was like, hey, bro, I'm out. You know, said that's all we talked about the next day. Like, how is she that fine but smells like a freaking walrus out here, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, you oh, both a freaking zoo out here, dog. And and trust and believe, man, she could have had a good time, but she smelled. Some guys don't care about that, though. But, again, I'm not thirsty. So it was, I walked away from it. Man, listen, bro. She, for all we know, she could have been one of them Nubian girls. Jesus. Who I, don't believe in deodorant, my natural body odor, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. She could have been one of them it's black Texas, bro. chicks. And you can't do that, Texas. My, bro. Nah, it's your deodorant. Bro, you step outside your deodorant break, bro. Damn right. Yeah. Nah, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't deal with it, bro. You better than me. I would have like, bro, listen. Uh, yeah, I had to walk away, but, you know. The, I would have told her she was must. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm different, though. I would have like, hey, baby, listen. You wanted to. You wanted to. You're a really nice looking girl, bro. Do you have deodorant in your? Are you sure? Are you zestfully clean out here, bro? Yeah. Did she have a purse or a clutch or something? I don't know what she had. I like, man. Go get your little roll on. Smell good. Go get you some deodorant. Everybody get your roll on. Ask the bartender for a little, a little bit of bacon, bacon soda and thing. (laughs) Go ahead and rub that under there. Put some, some of that perfume. Some smell good on because you're musty out here in these streets. But just you know, my mom, man. You know. Shout out to my mom, Pat Balker, man. She's she did the best she could with me, man. Worked two jobs, um, very OCD, you know. But that's my mom. She, but my mom was always dressed to the nine, bro. Toes done, matching outfits, you know. When she didn't wear the wig, she had her hair in a nice ponytail. When she did wear a wig, it was still nice, you know what I'm saying? And so that's just where I come from. My grandma dressed to the nines, Auntie Cheryl. They just they knew what to do. They always knew how to put a meal together. Yeah. They knew how to keep a house clean. And so that's yeah. just the cloth that I'm cut from. And then, too, they knew the word. And that's important, too. You got women out here now that they just don't know, bro. They don't know God. They don't know themselves. They just all over the place, bro. They going for the trends. And guys, too. You know, but leadership is at an all-time low in the black community, bro. Fatherhood, fathership, 
however you want to call it, is at an all-time low. And, you know, they've done a good job at doing what they're supposed to do when it comes to us. You take leadership out the household, you leave us open prey for what society is to throw on us, this Babylonian system. And that's why we are the way we are. We can't trust each other. We don't love each other. We're killing each other on top of them killing us with the food, <laughs> with these cops, with this judicial system. I can go into all that stuff, bro. We can't marry each other. We don't trust each other, bro. We don't know what love look like. We think love is soft. We think love is passive. We think love is controlling, overbearing. It's like, nah, bro, we're just protecting you as a man. Nah, bro, she just, she she sees where you're going and trying to give birth to a dream that you have, man. If you don't have that, then what's great? She's going to nag then. She don't, she don't trust you. She don't believe in you. Mm. You know? That's what it is. Man, listen, this has been really, really insightful, bro. I feel like. A lot of people need to hear a conversation like this. They need to hear dudes just talk about real dude things. Unfortunately, the internet, TV is bombarded mm-hmm. with non-male perspectives, non-male uh, issues, concerns, thoughts, questions, ideas, mm-hmm. because you can't come out here and anything you say can and will be used against you mm-hmm. and deemed offensive to other people. But if you want to be with somebody, ladies, listen, if you want to be with a dude, you know, the number one way to be with a dude is to understand how a man thinks. Not what you think a man thinks. Men don't think like women. It's not about what you think a man thinks. It's about what he, what he actually thinks. And you need to be understanding what the man, kind of man you want thinks. Right. Not, a, not in some generic terms. If you want a certain caliber of man, you need to be the caliber of woman that he wants. And it's not his, not his responsibility to tell you. Just yeah. like it ain't it ain't your responsibility to tell a man what it is you want. Either he is or he ain't. So if you ain't, you can't get mad and be like what B said, the little chick that was hopping from dude to dude, and because she wasn't built tight right, she was off in the corner boo-hooing. Hey, let me ask you a question, bro. Mm-hmm. How are these women supposed to know what a man looks like if they've never experienced that? You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a good question. And I had to experience that. Like, I'm, I'm being something she's never experienced before. I'm something she's never had before. I'm trying to get her to understand something that she's never experienced. That's why we button heads. So it's not her fault, you know. Uh, is it? Is it not? Well, she needs to let go of what happened or what her father right. didn't do, and she needs to get the help. But at the same time, she still has to open herself up to something that she's not comfortable with, mm-hmm. and she has to be open. But at the same time, that trust, when it comes to another person, that's hard, bro. And if you haven't experienced something, you never – if you haven't experienced something – that you never had before. If you, I'm sorry. If you experienced something you never had before, bro, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be in her shoes. You know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> you're saying a lot, bro. All right, I can, I can, I can understand. Mm-hmm. That. Saying a lot, bro. It is saying a lot. Yeah. And so, ladies, if y'all listening, he, you know, my man's done stuck up for you a little bit. Yeah, he saying done, a he lot. Done stuck up for you a little bit. Got to put myself in their shoes, bro. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Y'all don't know what a real man is, but again. When one comes by, a real man has standards, a real man has rules for himself, what he will and won't allow in his life. He will not acquiesce to the whims Uh and thoughts and ideas of a woman in the moment because he has to measure twice, cut once. He has to count the cost. He has to make sure that he is cold and calculating Uh in his decision making. And if that's not something you're comfortable with, then it's probably because you're used to dudes just going... Fucking you. Yeah, going by their emotions, how they feel in the moment, just like... The whole effing mentality. Like yeah. that's not how a real man moves and operates. He 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 
He's a mastermind. He sees it coming before it comes. Yeah. Before he go to war, he counts one. Shout out the nines. Mm-hmm. Just saying, everything planned out perfect. Yeah. Man, I'm not saying the next line. So <laughs> we, ain't, we, ain't, we, ain't, we don't condone. And excuse the language, people. I, I, I look the liquors running right. through my veins, and we having real G conversation. So no, no. Listen, this know. is this is real talk over Sorry, here. Mom. Whenever you come Love over you. here in the booth and we having yeah. conversations on facts only, it's literally just straight to the yeah, meat and potatoes. We don't pull punches. We yeah. don't censor ourselves. We say what it is, yeah. and it's just real real talk. And I'm on the screwball over here. What, what other joint did you mix over here All with right, it? Some Topo Chico. All right, great you know, mix, bro. Y'all, Shout y'all out know to me. I got to keep the Topo Chico yeah. on deck. That's my yeah. my drink of choice. It's a Texas thing, ain't it? Or is that a no. see more Texas people drinking that here than anything else? Uh, yeah, Chico, yeah. man. A lot of fo- people don't fool with the salsa water. Yeah. I just had a conversation with somebody. Salsa water just one of my partners, Brock. Shout out to Brock. He was like, "Yeah, man, salsa water tastes like what battery acid would probably taste like, like an Alka Seltzer or something." You know? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it tastes. It don't got no sugar in it, but uh-huh. I still drink it because it makes me feel like I'm drinking the soda. That's the thing. See, it's my keto trick, man. Y'all got to get with the plan. <laughs> Maybe I need to tap in there. Hey, bro. It, yeah. it's, it's good. Some fizz, fizzy, wa- fizzy water with minerals in it to make you feel better. Right. About your life. And, and I drink it because it's actually refreshing. And mm-hmm. I stick to my water intake, man. It's my little keto trick. My mm-hmm. little keto hack. It's, if y'all watching, y'all want some keto tips. Man, go down in that, in, that, in that comment section and let me know y'all want some keto tips. I am king keto over here. I got all the keto secrets, all the supplements, all the little tips and tricks to get you right on that keto, get you get you in a fast state real quick. Yeah. If that's what you want. Man, this is a personal trainer over here. Real talk. Uh, personal trainer. Close tra- to it. He knows the tricks of the trade. Right. Shawnee too. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Shawnee something. What is she producing, man? Like, what does she do, Shawnee, in terms of, like, her products and stuff like that. Uh, Shani just Shani's in the network marketing business. Sells uh, health and beauty products, and then she does a damn a good job. Personal trainer. She uh-huh. does private clients. She does them online. She does them in person. Where does she work at? Uh, Orange Theory. Oh yeah. Oh, For yeah. the time being. Why shout out to Orange Theory. Get her, get Rico. Here. Shout out to Rico. Shout out to Coach Rico. That's yeah. my personal trainer. Rico. Look him up, Coach Rico Armstrong on yeah. uh, IG. Shout out to my man's. Yeah. Well, expecting a collab from us real soon. Rico, I respect so. Rico, bro. Yeah, Rico, my G. Yeah. But anyway, man, any closing thoughts, any parting thoughts you want to share with the folks? Uh, times are getting dark, bro, you know, and you have to have a spiritual eye to know what's going on out here, bro, because they're trying to do away with masculinity, you know, in its whole entirety, bro. They're trying to say we're toxic. Every time you look on TV, you're seeing, you know, uh, and I have homosexual friends, you know what I'm saying? So no disrespect to them. But it's being pushed on us, bro, to where it's becoming uncomfortable. And it's always us that's doing these acts. And to me, that's an agenda. And again, you take a black by man. us, you got to be specific and let them know. Black men. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's black men. You live on, they might as well have said, they might as well have said uh, witchcraft country. But lovecraft country. Like, bro, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Good show. Very demonic. And, and, and it was agenda, agenda to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, again, you take the man out of the household. You leave them open. You know, we become open. Pray for what society, this, black, this Babylonian system has for us and that you have where we are now. You know, and, and that's just where the, what it is. We're killing each other. We're taking drugs. You know what I'm saying? We're doing it to the to the nine. We're having babies, not planning, more private, more, excuse me, poverty. And we have to ask that question again, bro. I want to make sure I'm clear on that. Yes, sir. 
So, the question was, man, like, out here in this, in this dating world, mm-hmm. you know, do you, you know, based on your experience, do you feel like women are in a good headspace to be in a relationship, to date, to interact with a man, to cohabitate with a man? I don't think people are in a good headspace to uh, coexist with one another. Mm-hmm. People are so selfish and self-centered. People are more so concerned about their brand. People are more uh, career-oriented. And it's nothing wrong with being focused on your career, but when you're 55 and alone with a dog, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, when you're 55 and alone with your homie, still trying to get on these hoes, when you should be by a fireplace, smoking a cigar, reading a book with your chick, Mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, how your priorities in order? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To know what's really important. And so, like, I think we need help, bro. We need fathering, dog, especially the black community. And like I said earlier, you take the covering out, leave us easy prey for what society has for us, bro. Mm. These TV shows, these drinks, these drugs, this music that's purposely put amongst us to kill us, dog. Mm. This food, these food deserts, these religious churches that's not speaking on nothing. Mm. All this stuff, man, is designed to kill us, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep us manipulated, keep us passive, and, you know, there's a difference between religion and relationship, but we can talk about that later on. But yeah. religion is killing us, dog. Yeah. You know, it's keeping us with that slave mentality. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so all this stuff, man, is designed, bro. And until we wake up and stop trying to be like little Nas X with his goofy ass and to talk, whatever is 6ix9ine with his joker goofy ass and all these other niggas who are just getting paid to be an image, Cardi B with whatever the fuck, her goofy ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that stuff's not real. They're just getting money. But they think this stuff is realistic, bro, and it's killing us, dog. And it's messing up our relationships, you know. When two or more, you know the word, when two or more are gathered together, what's bound in heaven is bound on earth. So when you actually have a relationship, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. you're doing what God's purpose is and being one with one another. You know what I'm saying? You keep an open window of heaven over your lives, bro, in your household. You're creating heaven on earth. Satan hates relationship. So he pushes this agenda to have sex changes, to be homosexual, to be all this stuff, bro. And it don't fly. And I have homosexual friends, no disrespect, but this is just my opinion, bro. You know what I'm saying? Your preference is your preference, but, bro, this lot of stuff is pushed on us, dog. Mm. That's what it is. Mm. Man, that makes me... Yeah. That kind of stuff makes me... Sad, but also optimistic at the same time because I feel like there's a, a lot of opportunity for the right kinds of guys to come out here mm-hmm. and reinforce in this community, particularly in our community, black community, what, need, what needs to happen. It got to be guys like that that's tired of this, bro. And oh, like, you know it's what? A lot of dudes. It's time, bro. It's a lot yeah. of dudes who are tired, but they more concerned about the PC police than they are about speaking the truth. And once dudes get past caring about what other people say, I think we're yeah. in a good spot. Like, me and my man Hero was having this conversation. It was like, what happened to the day when dudes didn't care nothing about what nobody else said America about got them? sensitive, bro. 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 Pussies. Bitches. Niggas is bitches. Hey, all right, cool. Listen, I didn't say it. Y'all heard it here from Brandon. Yeah. He, he said what I couldn't say. I'm going to say it, bro. But that's really what it is, man. It's like. The courage, the understanding, the backbone, to be able to stand flat-footed, know what you mean, mean what you say, do what you're supposed to do. You're an hey, asshole, the, guys. Them, yeah, them yeah. days them days gone, bro. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't understand. Like, I need, I need some help understanding why it is that you just can't tell the truth. Because, man, I feel like it happened when that participation trophy came, you know, mm. where you, when you show up, then you're automatically a winner. So now you're entitled to do you know, get what you want without putting forth the work. And everybody has to accommodate to how you feel about things and how you think about things. It's like, nah, bro, back in the day, there was a certain way of thinking. There was a certain way of living. And if you wasn't about that, then, bro, you're tripping. We don't demand respect. The church doesn't speak out on what's right and what's wrong no more. Nobody wants to hurt their dollar signs. By speaking out on flat out what's wrong. I question a lot of people's faith out here, bro, including these churches, because they're not flat out saying what's right and what's wrong. They're flat out saying it's okay. It's not okay, bro. That's not kingdom. It's wrong. And that's it, period, point blank. And that's what a man is, bro. That's what a woman is. You know what I'm saying? A man, a woman, man, a woman comes from a man who has a womb. You know what I'm saying? Like we're together. And we're supposed to stand together for what's right and for what's wrong, and for what's wrong. And we not, we don't even know what's right and what's wrong no more, bro. We don't know. We don't even try to know. We just watch the news and be like, all right. Now, unfortunately, I feel like that's where we are. Um, but man, listen, me, we're gonna have to continue this conversation because we got so much more to talk about, man. We've been talking for like over an hour now. Damn, I don't even feel like it, bro. My bad. Nah, I ain't no <laughs> bad, bro. Like this, this is what we do, man. We yeah. here have real conversation, man. We're gonna put this up. Yeah. Probably, you know, make sure that we get it out to as many people as possible, man. So, hey, listen, man. Let me just tell you right now. Thank y'all for coming by. Y'all already know what it is. This is facts only. The ET facts. You just got to meet one of my really close friends, Brandon. West Side Shy. Shout out to man. Hands teamed up. And we are going to be doing this way more consistently. Amen. Only make sure you come back. Go with us. Seems like every night. Don't care who's wrong or right. I hope I end the sight. Slow it down and we can catch the vibes. The vibes, the vibes, the vibes.